Welcome back, everyone, to Stadia Cast. It is brought to you live every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on youtube.com slash StadiaCast. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. What's going on, Lloyd? Not much, man. Just uh, ready to talk some some Stadia. That's right. Uh, before we get started, like I said, 10 a.m. Eastern, YouTube on Sundays. Uh, if you want to directly support the show, that's super easy to do. You can uh, be here with us live, and you can use the Super Chat feature. That directly supports the show and makes sure that we see your message for the second half of the show where we answer each and every super chat. We call that, um, I forgot, what do we call that? Crowd play. <laughs> I forgot. Um, you can also become a member of our channel, and that's another really great way to support the show. If you want to know more about that, click the join button down below. And actually, before we get started, I want to take a second and thank a bunch of people who became members this week. We had... Uh, let's see, where is it? Tom O'Fallon, Ruben, I'm not going to try and pronounce the last names actually. Uh, Ruben, Stoyan, Ray, uh, Vinny, and Robbie, and Dwemer. You guys are all awesome. Thank you very much for becoming members. Uh, it really, really does help out. Liam wants to know our stadia names. Uh, Lloyd, why don't you tell him yours? Dazmi. There you go, Dazmi. And I'm uh, Run Jump Stomp. All right, so that's where you can find us on Stadia. Um, I have currently a bunch of uh, friend requests that I have to get through, and it, they don't make it easy to do on the phone because when you hit a certain um, when you hit a certain limit, you can't add friends anymore from the phone. You have to do it from the actual Stadia interface, which is really slow and clunky. So hopefully, they get that fixed eventually. All right, uh, usually we start out the show with what we have been playing. Uh, so, Lloyd, why don't you tell everybody, what have you been playing this week on Stadia? Well, I've, I haven't been playing too much Stadia. Um, only only a few days uh, that I've been able to jump in and play. Um, I did a first look of Serious Sam, which I put up on uh, the YouTube channel. Um, I have fond memories of playing Serious Sam way back in the day when it first came out on whatever old PC I had, like my Pentium, Pentium 2, whatever it was. And I remember jumping into Serious Sam and just being so blown away with uh, the number of enemies on the screen at one time. Like there's that that scene um, that I recorded in the second level of the first game where you just get these like mass uh, of those bomber guys with like bombs glued to their hands that are running. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I remember back in the day, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many characters on the screen. This is amazing. Um, so I did a first look at that and I played a little bit more after and that game is just so much stupid fun. Um, it's 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 not a modern game. So there's a couple comments on the video I put up and it's like, oh, this looks like trash. It's like, well, it's a game from like late 90s. That's 2001 been, uh, or 2001 yeah. uh, that was remastered and put on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 and then remastered again and put on stadia so it's it's an old game that was remastered once and then remastered again uh, and basically they take the geometry and they put new uh new textures on it and that's pretty much the only thing that that uh that happens right so it's um i don't know it's really 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 interesting uh some some of the comments that uh, people are saying about it um but just because it's an old game doesn't mean it's not a fun game so uh, i've been jumping in and playing a little of that and uh well, actually some... hold on i want to i want to talk uh, i want to talk about serious sam just a little bit sure i played it a little bit too Oh, awesome. Um, the, the game, okay, it feels like so, a, a game that somebody had, they, they looked at Doom from mm -hmm. the old days and they said, 
I can I can improve on that. Not not the new Doom, <laughs> but the old Doom. And they said I can improve on that. And right. uh, you know, I was playing it a little bit this morning because I wanted to be able to talk about it on the show. And the thing that stood out to me, I was like, oh man, this it feels so slow and clunky compared to Doom. But you know, I just I just saw somebody in chat say that the game was too fast for them which is crazy okay. to me. Uh, I, I feel like having played so much Doom lately, it's made all other shooters feel like they're <laughs> super, super sluggish. Um, this is, of course, a game that originally started out on PC where it was mm -hmm. mouse and keyboard. And do, you, do are you playing mouse and keyboard or are you playing on controller? Controller. You're playing controller. Okay, so me too. Uh, did you turn on the auto-aim? No, I didn't mess with any of the settings. I just I went with whatever was stock on um, when you just boot up the game. Okay, so they have uh, auto aim in the game that you could turn on or off if you want. And there's this really weird option that you can have. You can either have it turned off, have it turned on, or have it turned on with an indicator. And so I, I wanted to try it out because the, the way that the... The, the crosshair moves feels very slow and sluggish compared to the incredibly quick and responsiveness of Doom Eternal. So I was like, all right, I, I'm just going to see what auto aim is like. And I turned on the indicator. And basically what happens is when you are facing an enemy, um, they will have a little icon that shows up over them. It says that's basically saying this is the enemy that you are going to hit right now. And if it's green, then you will, the, the indicator being green, it tells you that you, it, it could die in one, in one shot or it could die in multiple shots. And then if you shoot it and it turns from green to yellow, that means you got two shots left to kill it. And then red will mean like this is its last one, basically. I'm very early on, so uh, I've only played for about 40 minutes or so. But I thought that was really interesting. And the longer that I played it, the more that I enjoyed it. It's very fun in a just a stupid, stupid way. Like, let me, I, I'm going to give you an example. We watched the Venom movie, which we had not seen yet. Oh, so um, good. Yeah, it's great, but it is not like, it's not a good movie. It's no. just a fun time. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, uh, it's, and, it's one of those movies that is so bad, it's good. Right, and and I I feel like... I feel like Serious Sam made me feel the same way, again, after playing 40 minutes. Uh, so <laughs> if you're looking for some kind of nostalgia for late 90s, early 2000s um, uh, shooting, uh, shoot, uh, first-person shooters, then I definitely think that you want to check out Serious Sam, especially if you have Pro, it's free. Um, I felt, do, do you constantly have to run backwards in that game? Like all the yeah. time? Okay. Yeah, you come you come around a corner and a monster closet opens or a teleport closet opens and like 50 enemies come after you. So you're basically back wheeling it and shooting them with like shotguns. Uh, the thing I love about this game is the shotgun. It it the spread, it's the sniper like sniper rifle. It's, it's like you're standing on the 50-yard line of 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 a football field facing like the short way on a on a football field and you're hitting people in each end zone um mm -hmm. for one thing but you're also hitting people that are like 17 uh football fields away at the same time it's like the the most og o -O op game uh, gun that i've ever seen in a video game i love it so much 
Um, but yeah, you're like backing up and and like just letting loose uh, shotgun shots. Um, the game is fun. Like the first one, the first one is great. Uh, the first and 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 second game are great. I tried a little bit of Serious Sam three, and it tries to be. Um, it tries to be like this 3D action game, uh, similar to other games that were out um, of the era, and it just it looks really dated. Like it, like the character models are are bad, uh, not bad, but they're they're dated for the time, I guess. Um, and it's like dropping f bombs and and saying gross things just for the shock factor because that's what they were going for for that game. Yeah. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of the third one, um, but the the first and second one, it's just it's stupid fun. You go in a room and, and like 100 guys um, like teleport in around you. Um, we were people in the chat room are saying it's like Duke Nukem. Yeah, it's like Doom. It's like Duke Nukem. It's like Rise of the Triad. It's like it's like, um, oh, there's that, uh, that Hexen. There was that ninja game, too. I can't remember the name of it. Um, Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's like all those games at the same time where Doom did a thing and then all these other developers are like, we can do this too, but let's crank up the difficulty and the number of enemies that are on the screen. And it's, uh, yeah, it harkens back to a simpler time in video gaming. Uh, but it's it's fun to go in and, and play it, especially when you're on Stadia because it's like, you're like, I want to play Serious Sam. And 30 seconds later, you're playing a level of Serious Sam. You finish the level, you turn it off, and, and you're good for the rest of the day if that's what you want it to do. It's uh, it's it's pretty awesome, and it's a really great game to have as a pro title, um, I, even though it's not a triple-A game by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. I will say that I despise the guy's voice. Uh, luckily, <laughs> I think that you could turn it off. It, it's just All too... Right. It's like it sounds like they recorded him in an echo chamber uh, in order to get it to resonate or something. It was real bad. Anyway, uh, what else yeah. have you been playing this week, Lloyd? Um, I, I've been playing a little bit of Doom, uh, going back through some of the levels that I've already beaten, um, uh, not taking on any of the more any more bosses. So I'm not at the level that we were talking about before, Bill, uh, but going back and trying to get a bunch of more more secrets and things so I can upgrade my character a little bit more, um, which has been fun. Um, and then uh, I've been playing a little bit more crew, uh, just getting in and flying around. If if I have like an incredibly stressful day at work, it's like, OK. Let's let's jump in and let's fly around the countryside and just do stupid things. Um, that that game has been uh, just a treat uh, to jump in for uh, for just a little bit of time just to relax. So um, that's pretty much it on Stadia. Um, I wanted to get in and play some stacks on stacks on stacks. Haven't had a chance to do that yet, um, just because of family uh, things that I've been doing. Um, so hopefully today I'll be jumping in and playing some of that. So I've been playing stacks on stacks on stacks. Not a lot, just a little bit. It's it's a game that I like the idea behind it, and it's definitely well executed. The presentation is very off-putting to me, though, and I really can't identify why it bugs me. I, I just don't like the presentation. Somebody, um, rep I, I did a first look, which you can uh, you can see um, uh, here on our YouTube channel. And, um, you know, somebody said, oh, it's odd that Bill doesn't like this this whimsical uh, <laughs> presentation. And I was like, yeah, it just it's just not for me. It doesn't make any sense. Um, is really hard. I've been having a hard time progressing through the game. Uh, I wish that there was a way, and I talked about this on my first look, I wish there was a way for me to slow down time uh, just temporarily so that, you know, maybe when one thing's happening, I can you know, the, the blocks stop falling for long enough for me to orient myself and figure out what to do next. Um, 
they get like I read about it and they said that there's some kind of trivia in the game. I haven't gotten to any of that trivia yet, but that's because I'm stuck at a part where I'm just struggling to get past anything. Um, but you know, if you're looking for a quick little puzzle game, then stacks on stacks on stacks might be a game for you. I've also been playing a little bit of Doom. Uh, how far into, and we're not going to talk about it at length, everybody, because we spent two weeks talking about it. But Lloyd, how far into the game are you, do you think? So uh, I've, I have no idea. I haven't looked to see how long it is. Um, we, we talked about that boss battle um, and then the, the post-boss battle thing. Um, and then there's the, you go back to your ship and then you jump into whatever the next level is. Uh, I have I have problems with names, even like names of levels sometimes. Yeah. So I can't remember the name of it. Um, and I got about halfway into that level and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break and I'm going to go back and and clean up the old levels so that I can power myself up for what is coming. Um, but I haven't progressed any further down the story. So I, I think it's probably like two thirds done or, or halfway done um, through the story, I would I would assume. I would say that the story I, I have no idea, but I would I would say that the story is is honestly getting kind of interesting like mm. there's a little bit of backstory on doom guy that i'm getting and that surprised me i didn't think that i would get any backstory <laughs> on him and overall i'm having a blast there the the monsters that i'm fighting now are so insanely hard um <laughs> that and I'm loving it, and I'm able to beat them after you know getting my tail kicked a couple times and figuring out the patterns on how to defeat them. But man, this game is incredibly brutal, and I have been having a lot of fun with it, but not so much this week because I've been playing so much Animal Crossing. It's it's hard for me. Uh, like this week, I wanted to play Lost Words. I wanted to finish it. I'm probably I'm gonna say a about halfway through but I did not finish the game this week because every time I sit down to play a game I I can hear my family downstairs everybody playing Animal Crossing together uh, on on their switches and so I shut off whatever I'm playing <laughs> I grab my 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 Nintendo switch and I go downstairs and play that with them uh, and that's right. just been distracting me from everything else and I know you you uh, you've been running into that same issue but it's yep. it's a great game and uh, anything else you've been playing this week other than Animal no. Crossing? <laughs> Dude, you know what's a good solution to that problem that you're having? Is what's you that? have three, peop three people that want to play the game, but only two switches and two copies of the game. Um, and then you lose every time. Um, that's been my solution <laughs> for for a lot of that. I, I want to play the game, but my wife wants to play the game. So she takes my Switch and then my daughter's playing on her Switch. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess I can't play, play uh, Animal Crossing. I'll go do other things. It's been a great, great solution for me. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> let's move on to the news. We've got uh, a, a very interesting thing. I tweeted this out, and the 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 content of my tweet is not uh, important here. The thing that's important is the picture that I included in the tweet. If I get that to open up, there we go. And uh, YouTube is or YouTube Premium is partnering with Stadia. What a shock there! <laughs> and they are giving out uh, three months of Stadia Pro to anybody who is a member of YouTube Premium. Now, I'm a member. This is actually a screenshot from my email, which is why I, you know, scribbled out the, the code. Although, to be fair, um, well, l let's worry about the scribbling in a minute. Um, so basically, if you are subscribed to YouTube Premium, 
what are you getting at this point? Well, you're getting uh, no ads on YouTube, which is really awesome. You are directly supporting any YouTube videos that you watch. Like some of our revenue comes from people who have YouTube premium. And if they watch our video, they don't see any ads and we get some money, which is awesome. Uh, and yep. then you also get access to YouTube Music, which is Google's um, replacement for Google Play Music, which they're slowly bringing all of the Google Play stuff into the YouTube stuff uh, to bring it together. And that's the that's what we use because we have Google Homes all over the place in our house. And um, now you also get three months of uh, Stadia Pro. Um, and I think that that's awesome. I, I I think that this is something I I almost think that Google would be uh, very, very. I think that they should combine them. Uh, yeah. They should they should just include Stadia with YouTube premium automatically. Yes, they would lose money mm. without a doubt. They would lose money by doing that, but they can afford it. There's the synergy, uh, or whatever you want to call it, of of combining a bunch of disparate products that you offer, um, which you you get you get users interested in one thing. It's like, hey, do you wanna do you wanna get free music streaming? Here you go. Well, not free. It's paid music streaming. But then it's like, here's all these other benefits. You get this uh, Google Google Drive storage, and you get this, and you get that, and now you get Stadia. And the next thing you know, you have some of these people. A, a percentage, a small percentage, are like, oh. I want to play these games. Oh, I don't like mouse and keyboard. I'm going to go order. Uh, I'm going to go order a controller or I'm going to order a Chromecast Ultra and controller bundle. And then I'm going to play this on my TV. Um, I think they would they would get enough people that would that would twist over to buying that hardware instead of just collecting their their codes and playing the games on on mouse and keyboard, because I, I would uh, I would assume that the bulk of people that are um, YouTube premium subscribers are probably not the, the the vast majority are probably not PC gamers that use mouse and keyboard. So there's a good chunk of those people that would say, hey, I love video games, but I hate mouse and keyboard. So let's switch over and get this other hardware. So doing something like that would drive hardware sales and then it would drive hopefully future um, future game purchases because they're just giving it to people that are already YouTube premium subscribers. Right. People in chat are saying there's also YouTube premium shows, but they aren't great. You are absolutely mm -hmm. right. Most of those yeah. shows are utter trash. The first season of Cobra Kai was awesome. The yeah. second season felt like I was watching a show made for teenagers. And I didn't <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a third season or not yet. But uh, that, that first season of Cobra Kai was awesome because it kind of fo yeah. followed the characters from the original movie. And you were like, where are they now? And they you know, they took it in different directions that I didn't expect, but man, that second mm -hmm. season is garbage and everything else that I've seen, I haven't, I haven't watched any of them. Um, <laughs> but every preview that I've seen for YouTube premium TV shows, those shows look like garbage to me. They just look like sure. garbage. I don't know. I haven't watched them, but anyway, um, if you get this email, um, don't get excited. If you already have uh, stadia, if you're already a subscriber to stadia, because you cannot use this to extend the life of your subscription and you cannot mm -hmm. share the code with a friend. And I think that's a big mistake on the on oh, the part of, of YouTube because in the email it says specifically the code will only work with the email address that it was sent to. So you can't even share the code. I think that was a big mistake. What do you think about that choice that they made, Lloyd? Yeah, that's really weird. And I mean, we've, we've had buddy codes, so we've been able to give three months of, 
of Stadia Pro to our friends twice already. Um, having this is just another benefit to give give away if you're already a Stadia subscriber. Um, that seems really odd to me. I don't know why they would do that. Yeah, I'm not understanding it either. All right, let's move on. There's a couple of games that were announced as coming to Stadia this week, and I need to open that up in a different window. There we go. Um, uh, the first one is called Gunsport, which actually looks kind of interesting, and I hit the wrong button because that's what I do. Uh, basically, they call it Gunsport is a 2v2 volleyball game with guns with five stages, five teams, a story mode, and of course, online multiplayer on Stadia designed as a mini eSport that encourages teamwork and friendly completion. Each team has the same main weapon with which to shoot a single ball in the opposing team into the opposing team's goal but under certain conditions players can activate their team's unique special weapons and attempt to get ahead and turn the tide what did you think about uh about this lloyd i i think it reminds me a lot of windjammers uh, yeah. just like a a side view of windjammers instead of a top-down view of windjammers i loved Windjammers in the arcade on Neo Geo arcade cabinets. Um, when I found a copy or copy, when I found a machine that had a copy of this game running on it, um, I would play with my buddies all the time. Uh, love, love Windjammers. This one looks very similar, um, and I think it's going to be just as addictive uh, when it comes out to the people that really enjoyed Windjammers. Yes. As soon as I saw it, I thought, oh man, Lloyd's going to love this because he's such a Windjammers fan. Like he likes Windjammers <laughs> a lot. I think it looks fantastic and very, very like my 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 concern with both this and Windjammers, which Windjammers is coming to Stadia someday. Mm -hmm. um, my concern with both of them is how fast it is and not that Stadia can't handle it because I think that Stadia can completely uh, handle like I've been playing Doom. Doom plays like a dream on Stadia. I'm not mm -hmm. worried at all about um, uh, fast-paced games not working well on Stadia. These the, the, Those two games look super fun, Windjammers and Gunsport. I don't think I'm going to be very good at either of them because right. I'm just not... I'm, I'm, I'm old and I'm not fast, and uh, <laughs> I just don't think I'm going to be good at it. Um, but I think that they look really cool, yeah. so there's that. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those it's, it's one of those games like Windjammers was so magical because you're playing in an arcade, you have a joystick and four buttons and that's it. And you're you're like shoulder to shoulder with your buddy. You're you're smacking the buttons as hard as possible. You're 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 shoulder checking them if they're if he gets too good at a play. And there was just something awesome about playing it that way. Um, when it when it came to other other systems it, it wasn't as magical and i worry about games like this not not benefiting from the fact that they're in an arcade um so a lot of games oh. were better because of the location that you were in um so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this game plays out for sure all right the other game that was uh announced this week was just shapes and beats which i've not played this before it's out on other platforms um, but just shapes and beats is I I think it's a side scrolling or top down depending on how you look at it a shooter 
where yeah. it, it feels like you're also playing to the beat of the music. Have you played this game before? Um, no, I, I was checking this out on the Nintendo Switch and because it's so focused on co-op and no one in my house would really enjoy a game like this. I never I never ended up picking it up, but I watched a couple streams of it and, and watched some videos. It, it, it really is a rhythm action shmup, essentially. So you're you're shooting, um, you're you're dodging, you're getting out of the way of of all the animations that are happening to the sound of the music. It really is an awesome looking game. Um, and I just wish I would have had some local people to play it with because I would have I, I would have loved this game. Um, it reminds me a lot of um, sound shapes and, and other games that I've played just from like the aesthetics. I love kind of that um, super simplistic uh, art style uh, that you have on uh, games like this. Um, and it's it's a great game to come to Stadia. I mean, it's it's on pretty much everything right now. Um, so it'll it's good that it's on Stadia now as well, or will be on Stadia uh, as well. Yeah, here's what they have to say about it. They say just shapes and beats. Uh, the game is about shapes and beats. It's a new spin on the shoot 'em up genre, adding a layer of cooperation at its core because everything is better with friends. Play alone or with up to four players, local or online through the game's story mode or challenge runs. And that comes from uh, the official post from Google Stadia. Um, I think that the game looks really cool. I know that there was discussion happening in our community Discord, which you can join over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, that people were concerned about how rhythm games would work on Stadia. And while I understand that, I, I feel like rhythm games actually have less of a problem than others, which is kind of counterintuitive to the way that you would think about a rhythm game. You would think that latency would really, really mess it up. But the, the yeah. thing about rhythm games is they have the ability to very easily correct or, or uh, tune for the latency. So the example that I like to give um, is Cadence of Hyrule. And uh, that's a game on the Nintendo Switch. And when you first start that game up, it, it says it, it, it uh, has like music playing and it's like push the button to the beat of the music. And then, okay, mm -hmm. now push the button to the flash on the screen. And so basically when it does that, it's like saying, all right, we know what the latency of your TV is now so we can adjust for that particular latency. And... I'm sure that a game like like uh, Shapes and Beats has the ability to do that as well in order to adjust for any latency. Although I have to say the latency issues with um, with games on Stadia is wildly overblown. Uh, mm. There's a lot of people out there who are saying that games are unplayable on Stadia because of the latency. I have not run into that issue at all. No. No, it's it's kind of funny when people complain about latency. Like there was the whole Digital Foundry video about Doom, and it's like, oh my god, they're saying that Stadia is terrible, and it's like, well, no, they're saying Stadia has has latency, which it does. It yes. takes takes time. But also, if you're playing if you're playing a console on a TV, not in game mode with post processing on, you probably have more latency than you do on Stadia because of the way that it takes time to do all those processing things. Um, so it's kind of funny, um, that, that there's even an argument on that, but whatever that it is what it is. Um, but things like Thumper, 
play amazingly well on Stadia. Things like um, um, Samurai Showdown, um, you can basically think of fighters as just a rhythm action game. You're waiting for an action. Hmm. You're 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 hitting the buttons in a certain rhythm to to have a battle. Samurai Showdown plays absolutely fantastic on Stadia. So if if any of those games would have if if Stadia games would have issues with rhythm and and action or rhythm action, um, you would have seen it with a Thumper or Samurai Showdown uh, or any of the other games that that need like the really tight controls. And and we just don't have that. So I'm sure Shapes and Beats are going to be just Shapes and Beats is going to be fine on Stadia. I don't have any worries about that game performing poorly. Uh, you know, I wasn't. This isn't in the show notes. I hadn't planned on talking about it. You brought, but you brought up the Digital Foundry video. I got a lot of people who uh, reached out and they were like, "Bill, you should do a video that that says that uh, that it's great." And uh, oh, okay, well, it is great. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that were mad at Digital Foundry for saying what they were saying, and I didn't understand that because Digital Foundry were they did the test which is more than I did. I haven't done a test where I point a high-speed camera at my screen and and hit a button and see, like, count the number of frames before it responds. I haven't done yep. that. Have you no, ever done no, that, Lloyd? No, uh, the only, like, I was brought into one of these conversations and there was there was a guy that was, like, really angry and calling us sellouts and that were Google plants. And I'm just <laughs> like, what the hell? Did you watch my video? Like, uh, you can't fake the fact that I'm not dying while playing Doom Eternal. Like, it, it's still a fun game. And whether the latency is 40 milliseconds or 100 milliseconds, that doesn't change the way that I'm playing this game. And if you are maybe in cooperative, if you're a, a pro, pro gamer like Ninja and you want the the lowest latency and the lowest frame rate and the lowest ping because you're making money playing Fortnite. Sure. That's a thing. Play on PC. But if you're just the normal, normal everyday gamer, 40 milliseconds to hundred milliseconds, isn't going to make a big difference. Like you're not going to die because of that small delay. As I said earlier, if you're playing on a TV and you're playing on normal, like cinema mode with the, the motion smoothing turned on, because when you buy a new TV, all that junk is turned on by default you have more latency than you do playing Stadia with based on the tests that that Digital Foundry did. Those numbers is less latency than you'll have on your TV from a console that is plugged into it. So latency sure is bad, but when you're talking about a, a tenth of a second or a a 20th of a second like that that small delay isn't isn't going to make or break your game and then you got to understand on the other side um a lot of the games that are running on stadia are 60 frames a second or if you're playing on certain consoles they're 30 frames a second so you have you you have double the chance of inputs to actually make your gameplay that better that much better even with more latency because there's it's it's looking for inputs 60 times a second instead of 30 times a second so the, the argument is kind of crazy. Um, the Digital Foundry video is valid. I don't think they have any bias against Stadia. It's like a scientist. If a scientist proves something true, they're not biased against that one outcome. They've done the work right. and they've and they've come out with this as as this as the the proof to the, all the tests that they've done. Um, but the, the argument that's going on right now is just a little bit crazy. Like if you're enjoying Stadia, fine. No one's going to read that Digital Foundry uh, or watch the video and say 100 milliseconds. I'm not buying that garbage. It's 
I, I doubt the number of people that are impacted negatively um, are is really that large. And it's only the people that already have the confirmation bias where they want Stadia to fail. And they look at this video and say, see, I was right with all the, the hate that I've thrown on the internet about Stadia. Um, it just, to me, it, the whole thing was just a non-issue. And then at the end, the, the, the dude that was claiming that we're Google plants and Google's paying us was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll check out some of your stuff. And it's just like, Oh my God, why does everything on the internet have to start with a fight and then end in a handshake? <laughs> like usually it's the other way around. Everything starts with a handshake and then if it if it develops, maybe then it ends up in a fight. Uh, that, that whole thing was just a little bit crazy. Right. And, and I, I also want to say that Digital Foundry, again, I don't think they did anything wrong and I don't think there was anything wrong with their video. They are a, they're a channel whose whole thing is about comparing things, Right. And yeah. they are playing it on uh, on a local console on one and then switching immediately over to Stadia, which will have more latency, mm -hmm. not enough to really make a difference. But when you're comparing the two, I'm sure that if I were playing it on Xbox and then I set down an Xbox controller and picked it up and started playing it on Stadia, I would say, oh, this feels a little off. But because I'm not playing it on Xbox and I'm only playing it on Stadia, it feels fine to me, especially after I turned off the uh, the control smoothing, which should be off by default. I don't know why they did sure. that. Um, but uh, all of the people who are attacking Digital Foundry because Digital Foundry has a bias against Stadia, I think that maybe you need to look at yourself in the mirror because you might be projecting a little about uh, having bias uh where yeah. anybody who says anything bad must be uh biased and it's the same thing as anybody who watches our stuff and they're like those guys said something nice about stadia clearly they're plants i, I don't understand <laughs> why um they did say the the words less fun lloyd uh, I, I missed i missed that when i was watching the video yeah he said it was less fun because he felt frustrated by the controls but that's Oh, going okay. back and forth between the two things instantly. It's just like, I'm going to give one more example that includes the Switch. Um, you know, you get a game that I'm playing on PC at 4K, 60 frames per second, and then I pick up the Switch port and I start playing it, and I'm like, ugh, this doesn't look very good. Okay, but to somebody who only has the Nintendo Switch, the game looks and plays fine. And mm -hmm. that's the thing that people don't tend to understand. Yes, we can pixel peep and look at each and every frame of something to say, oh, look at that. That has a little extra dithering there that isn't on this screen. So that one is technically worse, technically. But when you're just playing the game and you're not sitting there playing it, looking at things side by side or picking up one controller and putting down the other controller, when it, when you're doing it like that, you're not going to notice these things. And they just kind yep. of melt away and you just play the game. And yep. um, I, I don't know what else to say about it, except that uh, somehow that got added in outside of the show notes. Let's move on. Uh, you want to talk <laughs> about, uh, did you watch this new Get Packed trailer? Um, I, yeah, I watched part of it. I, I don't want to watch any more of this game because I really want to play it. And I just want to be surprised about all the craziness that uh, is going to ensue uh, in this game. It's like one of those things where uh, the game itself is fun, um, but it's probably the 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 playing with a buddy, uh, which is going to make it more fun. Like that that's where the, the magic of this game is going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I think it looks really, really fun. 
I'm glad that it has online play. I was worried that this is going to be a game that is focused solely on local multiplayer. And the reason why that worried me is because very few people are going to have multiple Stadia controllers in their house. Mm-hmm. So that made me very, very nervous. But the fact that it has online is really, uh, really good. So th- I was worried about that. Now, sure, th- there was an official interview, or an official Stadia interview with the dev, and they asked a very important question that I liked a lot. Uh, that they seem to ask all of the devs. And of course, the devs know this question's coming, so they have a good answer prepared. But they said, uh, what is the reason that you're excited for uh, developing this game on Stadia? And their answer is that Stadia has been a massive help in developing physics-based multiplayer for online play with Get Packed. While physics-based gameplay mechanics and online multiplayer will work well in local and split screen games, you typically face latency issue in online multiplayer games that make development an absolute nightmare. So basically all of the update ticks that happen uh, if if Lloyd and I are playing online and we're not playing on Stadia, let's say we're playing on Xbox or something, all of those, those ticks, that those update ticks that happen online, they happen on my console and then they have to be sent to the cloud and then Lloyd's doing the same thing and then they have to sync those things up and then send them back down with Stadia we're both playing on the same console essentially and there's no latency between yes there is latency from what happens in the game and what I see on the screen but there's there's less of a problem for the developer in getting our two consoles to talk to each other and understand what's happening in the game at the same time. I, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. Can you, yeah, can you do 100%. it better? John? Yeah. Like well, I remember playing back in the day on, um, on like the Xbox 360, um, where you'd be playing gears of war and you'd be playing against someone who has 50 kills and everybody else has three kills. And that's because they had a router that had a kill switch on it. And they would, uh, they would start the, the, the match. They would hit the kill switch it would desync everybody else. They would run around and kill everybody. He would. They would let go of the kill switch. Everything would sync back up. People would respawn. He'd do it again, or they would do it again. And um, that was because that person was the server. So everything that happens on the game gets sent out to everybody else. But if he cuts off that that flow of information, no one is getting these updates. Um, the the guy has the the last known um, position of all the other players. And as long as that isn't being updated, he can run over and kill him and then turn it off. So that happened a lot, and it was so, so super frustrating. But with Stadia, uh, just like you said, Bill, it's one console. Everything is happening on the same network, and it's sending updates out. That means that if you have an internet issue, you're not going to update. But but everybody else is still going to have fun because you, you're the only one that's having a problem at this at that time. Your computer or your controller isn't acting as the server and sending all this other information out, which means that um, online multiplayer is going to be way more fair uh, for everybody. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to have a good time playing if you have bad internet, but it means that your bad internet isn't going to have the ability of impacting everybody else, um, which is which is a great thing. And you can't purposefully impact everybody else by hitting the kill switch on your router for a few seconds and then turning it back on so that you can go kill people. Um, yeah. That's that's why multiplayer on Stadia is going to be so great. 
All right, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from a sponsor when we come back. I have a complaint about Stadia achievements. Stick around, everybody. Buy a ColecoVision and a Coleco game cartridge by November 15th. We'll send you a free Cabbage Patch Kid by Christmas. All right, I have a complaint about Stadia achievements. Are you ready to hear my complaint, Lloyd? Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm, I don't know what this complaint is, and I am really excited to hear it. <laughs> All right. I don't care about achievements. I don't care about achievements even a little. I know <laughs> that there are people out there who love achievements. And for those people, I'm happy that Stadia has achievements. But every time that I do something in the game and I get that stupid little pop-up, which, by the way, I feel like is 30 frames per second or something. Like the UI for Stadia <laughs> is very, very sluggish and janky. The, okay. the gameplay is fine. The UI for the the actual operating system is sluggish and janky. And it pops up and it distracts me and I can't stand it. And I don't like the sound. The, the sound is <laughs> irritating. Somebody sent us a song that right. uh, the, the song other other than the inclusion of the achievement sound that somebody mm -hmm. sent us a song to listen to. And it was awesome. They did a great job. But but it had that sound in it and it made me want to tear my ears off, not because the song was bad, but because that sound was in it a bunch. And I hate that sound and I don't like the achievements and I just want to be able to go into the UI and say, never show me the achievements. If I want to know my achievements, I'll look them up. And I just wanted to complain about that. So there you go. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. That's interesting. I, I understand the sound is annoying. Um, I, I don't care about the UI, all that stuff. That's fine. I, I don't really care too much. But the sound is a little bit annoying, especially when you have accidentally you've you've changed your profiles on your on your mixer and it somehow bumps <laughs> your headphones up to a hundred percent instead of 75 where you normally have it and then you open uh, google dots or stadia.google.com and you get the your control your headset is connected sound and your ears start bleeding um i don't like it in that case um and then there's also the issue where sometimes randomly you'll pop into a game and it decides to say, hey, you have 40 achievements out of the 54. How about I show them all to you? Yes. And then it proceeds to to make that sound 40 times in a row. Um, that stuff is a, is a little bit annoying. But uh, everything else about uh, achievements, I'm, I'm enjoying. I, and I'm fine with achievements being in there. I just don't want to be notified of them and I don't like the sound. Mm. Also, that same sound is used in uh, to, to let you know about things. And yep. every single time that I boot up Borderlands 3... Which I hasn't been in a while since Doom came out, but every time I turn on Borderlands Three, it would say, um, "You're not in a chat." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm not in a chat." And then it'd say, "Hey, you're not in a chat," and it would keep doing that <laughs> over and over and over again for, I don't know, like a minute and a half. It would just keep telling me, "You're not in a chat." I'm like, "I am aware that I am not in a chat. How about you go away?" Uh, right. <laughs> it was very, very irritating. Uh, anyway. I had to complain about that. Uh, nice. Now we've got to the the part of the show where we do what we call crowd play. Crowd play. Whoops! I just moved something I shouldn't have. Uh, crowd play is where people send in their super chats or they tweeted us using the hashtag StadiaCast, and they have uh, they give us topics to talk about. So uh, first off, let's start with um, oh, where was this? I I got to scroll. Let me switch uh, screens. Uh, I got to scroll down to earlier. 
We had Ray Sherrod send in a $10 super chat with a little dancing uh, pair. So thank you very much for that. Uh, we appreciate it. Sukotronic sent in a super chat. No comment from either of those. Inch High sent in a super chat with a question. Uh, and these are our favorite kind of uh, super chats because they give us things to talk about. And it says, do you think Google will release a console like the Xbox One, all digital, and use the same streaming methods that Xbox are trying and I assume he means with xCloud. Uh, what do you think? you think that there's any chance of that happening, Lloyd? Oh, well, they already have. Uh, it's Chromecast Ultra. <laughs> there you go. There's your console. You hook it up to your TV, and you're playing the game on it. So what do you think is different from the Chromecast Ultra than what Inch High is thinking of? Um, I, I don't know. I, I guess they, they want the games to be installed local, and and that that's... That's nothing. Um, well, no, no. He said specifically streaming, methods. streaming, streaming methods. But yeah, like, I don't know. Oh, Xbox. Sorry. I I was talking. I was thinking um, the, the comment was about the X, Xbox uh, one sad, which is the all digital Xbox. But um, but he, I think he means like the fact that you get streaming um, on top of that. So you have no you have no disk drive and everything is streaming or digital download. OK, I, I mis misunderstood what the question was. Um, I, I really don't think um, Google will release a console other than the Chromecast Ultra, which they've already done. Um, they already have the streaming service. They just don't have the way to install it local um, because that's not what their service is. And to 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 put a, a box in someone's house, they, they don't have to do that because they, they've already done that. They have the Chromecast Ultra or just a Chrome browser on your PC. So um, there really is no, no need for them to release any other sort of hardware except maybe for an updated Chromecast in a couple of years that does something else, adds other features to Stadia that aren't capable or, or that the current one isn't capable of doing. I, I, I'm happy that Google is not putting in uh, any kind of hardware outside of the Chromecast, which is really kind of ubiquitous. Um, but I'm happy that they're not trying to make a console as well. Microsoft with xCloud, and this is the reason why I'm more excited about Stadia than I am xCloud. Microsoft with xCloud is basically giving you a way to play Xbox games when you don't have your Xbox. And I think that that's perfectly fine. I, I think that that's great, but that doesn't let you do anything that you can't already do just by having the hardware in your house. With Stadia, there's going to be things that are impossible, and we haven't seen them yet. I mean, I guess the um, the Stream Connect, where one person's uh, stuff is in the corner of your screen, maybe that's impossible. I don't know if that's impossible, but uh, maybe that's impossible, but I'm looking at at the future where there's going to be things that we're playing. And I, I'm saying maybe end of this year or mid next year, uh, there'll be some, some kind of game where it can't possibly run on a local system. And because it can't possibly run on a local system, that's why it has to be on stadia. And right. because Microsoft is still clinging to this hardware idea, that precludes them from doing anything like that, in my opinion. They can't sure. invest in that kind of thing because they still have one foot in the hardware business. Because Google is saying, we're not interested in the hardware business, that means to me that they're taking this much more seriously. That's just my opinion on it. 
Sure. Yeah. Like I, I've played, I've played xCloud and I do want it to succeed. I, I have an Xbox one. I, I have a um, Xbox live ultimate uh, or game pass ultimate um, subscription. So I get access to a bunch of games and I'd love to play them on a browser or a PC or a phone or whatever. Um, but I've, I've done um, many, many hours of streaming on the xCloud beta and it is it is slow. Like uh, my son was playing um, Forza Horizon, I think it was, um, and it was slow. Like you 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 go to turn into a corner, and it takes like a good second before your car starts turning into that corner. And it's because you're playing on an Xbox essentially that is sitting in the cloud somewhere instead of you're playing a game that was designed for cloud streaming that is running on specific hardware that was designed for cloud streaming. So xCloud works great. Um, I've done remote play on my PlayStation 4 and it's essentially the same thing. I'm playing a game on my PS4 but not using my TV that's attached to my PS4 to see the output. Um, but there's always going to be some issues there. There's going to be more latency. There's going to be more issues. And the fact that it's only 720p right now is is a big issue as well. If you're trying to uh, down the road when it's available on a web browser, it's going to look not as good as uh, as Stadia. Um, but there's room in the market for both ways of doing things. Um, oh yeah. Xbox has their own their own hardware, their own software, their own way of doing things. Google has their own stuff and they want to do it this way. Um, I, I don't think one is better than the other because they're they're essentially two different things. It's apple and oranges. Um, but um, it, it's going to be really interesting over the next year to see what happens with Amazon coming to the market. If if Walmart moves forward with what they want to do, uh, which I keep giggling whenever I say that. And I, I'm sorry for people that are working on that project. I'm not I'm not slighting you, but it just it it's funny to me that Walmart was even talking about getting into the game <laughs> streaming business. Um, it, it's going to be really interesting over the next year to see how this all plays out. Um, I do personally feel that Stadia is really going to be the the best looking and performing one of these services, but I, I'm really um, interested to see if I'm wrong, uh, and I'd be happy if I was wrong. I, I want the whole industry to get better, look better, and perform better because that means better games for us to play. Absolutely. Lloyd and I, while we have a show about Stadia, does not mean that we only want Stadia to succeed. I want all of the things to be awesome for everybody. That's just what I want. Uh, I don't want Xbox to fail because that means that people who want to play games on Xbox would have less games to play. And that's, that's, I think the competition is good. JB said it best. Competition is good. Um, You know, I didn't add it to the show notes, um, but, you know, Amazon had some information. It's very, very light on information, uh, but some information about their streaming thing. Uh, We know that they have two games coming out uh, this year, actually next month. And um, those games are Crucible and... New World. Now, neither of those games are streaming games. Those games are like you install them on your PC and they have some Twitch things hooked in. But then they also have Amazon's Project Tempo, which is apparently their streaming competitor. And I'm. Why is it not? I just answering people, you know, why, why we haven't talked about it. We didn't talk about it because there's really no information out there other than, hey, it's called Project Tempo and they're working on it. Uh, unless you know anything else other than that, Lloyd. No, no. There was there was some more some more info that was released, but it wasn't it wasn't. Here's the product. Here's the service. This is what we're doing. It was just right. small small little tidbits. Um, 
that said, if Amazon wants uh, some some really pro podcasters to take a look at their product early, we'd be happy to jump in and, and take a look at your product and uh, report on it. But uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's still a, a ways out. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, we're going to cover all this stuff because <laughs> I mean, we, we might not talk about it on this show as much, but we might post videos about us talking about other parts of the video game industry. Uh, anyway, uh, Dwemer sent in a super chat. Thank you very much for the support, Dwemer. They said, I loved Skyrim and prefer single player games. How does Elder Scrolls Online compare to Skyrim? And could I enjoy it mostly playing solo, planning on buying it on Stadia? Uh, have you played Elder Scrolls Online very much, Lloyd? Uh, um, I've played may maybe six, seven hours, like not a lot. I got into it on the PlayStation um, but it seemed like there was always this huge patches to download and I needed the, the hard drive space for other games. So I, I unsubscribed from it. Okay. Uh, I played a bunch of it. It's a fantastic game and I play mostly solo. It is really, I, I, I would have to say as far as MMOs go, it is probably the most solo friendly, massively multiplayer online role-playing game that I have ever played. That being said, there are going to be things that you have to do with other people like dungeons. Uh, you won't like mm. there, there are, they have different kinds of dungeons. They have uh, one kind of dungeon is called a delve. And that is a, 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 a dungeon where you can go in and Lloyd and I cannot be playing together and we can both go into this same delve and we will see each other. And like, I'll see him fighting dudes and he'll see me fighting dudes. Uh, but we're not in a group. Okay, that's a delve, right. and you can go through that on your own. And then they have dungeons, which if you go into a dungeon, then you need to have other people. You'll need somebody to be the tank. You will need somebody to be the healer, and you will need a couple of damage dealers. And that's where you do have to interact with other people. So can you play it mostly solo? Absolutely. But if you want to do any of the dungeons, you're going to need other people uh, to play with. And right. while I understand that you really, really like single-player games and you want to play um, an Elder Scrolls-style game on Stadia, I'm here to tell you Elder Scrolls Online is fantastic, but you're crazy if you don't think this Skyrim is going to come to, to, <laughs> to Stadia at some point. There's no right. way they're not going. They ported it to everything else. They ported it to... Uh, Amazon Echo for crying out loud. You can play Skyrim on anything. It's going to come to Stadia at some point. It is only a matter of time. Do you agree with that, Lloyd? Yeah, I think I think Skyrim will, will come eventually. Uh, it's got to. Um, to the whole MMO thing, I, I mostly played World of Warcraft as a single player game. I know it's not meant to be that way. It's meant to be to group up and take on harder enemies. But um, I mostly soloed when I played World of Warcraft, and I played a lot of World of Warcraft back in the day. Um, Elder Scrolls, when I was playing, I only did single-player stuff. Um, I, I didn't do any of the, the dungeons where you have to group up at all. Um, again, I've only done five, six hours, whatever it was when I played on PlayStation 4. Um, but it, it definitely has a lot of single-player um, possibility if you just want to jump in and do stuff. But it is set up like an MMO. It's it's like, go over here and collect five of these things and, and like the typical MMO stuff that you have. Um, it's not like an expansive single-player campaign like like Skyrim. Um, if that's what you're looking for, you, you might want to wait. 
Uh, you know, I'm going to disagree with you there. There is. Do you, do you have to do? Do you have to do fetch quests in Skyrim? I don't remember doing fetch quests in Skyrim. It's more you you go to this thing. You're given you're given some some expose of a story, and then it's like, okay, go go kill this enemy, or go do this, or go figure out why this person is is poisoning people. Where um, my experience, at least with, I know you've had way more experience, but my my experience with Elder Scrolls is like, hey, this is cool. There's some thing. This the stuff is happening. Okay, go go kill ten of these things, or go go collect some some mud crab claws, or whatever whatever it was. And it's it's very much there is the story there, but it's 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 held up with the with my Google thing is talking to me behind me. Um, my uh, it, it's there's the stories there, but it's tied up with a lot of the kind of tropes of MMO stuff. Okay. You're not wrong about that, but I was, I just want to say there is lots of story oh, in, in elder scrolls online. hundred percent. Okay. Which is why you have to download a hundred gigs. If you're <laughs> yeah. downloading it on your console. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and if you, if you want to try out elder scrolls online and, and I know it's not on stadia right now, and I don't think it's coming until June, I think right now the most recent, um, the most recent expansion, which I, uh, elsewhere is the name of it. Uh, is I think it's eight dollars on PC, so. so you can try it out if you want. It's a it's a really really good game, and I can't wait for it to come to Stadia. And I'm gonna play a bunch of it on Stadia. All right, mm -hmm. we had one more super chat. This one was sent in from Racer X. They sent in a twenty dollars super chat. Thank you very much for supporting at that level. They said, "Great show." Here is an unclaimed buddy pass to share. Uh, so hopefully somebody grabbed that earlier. Uh, thank you very much, Racer X, for sharing. Lloyd and I are all out of uh, buddy passes. We had, we've given out over a hundred buddy passes uh, over the last fifty-two episodes, uh, but we're all out, and that's why I, they, the 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 tweets of buddy passes stopped coming. If you want to share buddy passes, uh, you can obviously do it the way Racer X did. That that helps us out huge, but you can also uh, join our Discord, and in, in in the Discord, I believe you could type exclamation point buddy or exclamation point BP. I can't remember what I called it, and it's going to come up with a little link where you can drop a uh, buddy pass in there, and then we can share them out with uh, other people who um, you know may or may not want to be playing Stadia. All right, anything to, to wrap up before we get out of here, man? I don't think so. I think uh, I think this is a good show. A lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, it's good to see. Um, just random game announcements on on stadia yeah. instead of like this this huge production to like we have a big announcement coming and then it's like here's one game it's just randomly through the week they're they're releasing um info about games that are coming soon um that's the sign that this um that this platform is starting to mature which is uh which is a really good thing right and you know what i want to talk about next week is the idea and we've talked about it before but i, I want to tackle just a little tiny bit next week is this idea of games don't belong on stadia that aren't triple a games that drives me mm. up the wall so but we don't have time to get into that today uh follow the show on twitter at StadiaCast. you can follow me at run jump stomp you can follow lloyd at dasme that's d-a-s-m-e uh, be sure to use the hashtag StadiaCast so that we can find your tweets. 
Uh, when I'm building the show notes, I go on Twitter. I look for hashtag StadiaCast. I sort by latest, and I look through the tweets to see if there's anything that I can include. And we didn't get any this week, but that's okay. Uh, you can also <laughs> join our Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. There's over 1,200 people in there that are raring to talk about video games. And if you're already talking about Discords, Discord has this cool thing where you can put games in folders, and or um, I'm sorry, servers in folders and stuff. You, uh, make a folder for Run Jump Stomp and make a folder for Lloyd's di uh, Discord community, which you can find over at rezd.tv slash discord. That's rezd.tv slash discord. Listen to that. He's got me talking like a Canadian. The music you're about <laughs> to hear is Subterranean Kamikaze by Zircon. Check out their stuff at zirconstudios.bandcamp.com. Lloyd, I'll see you next week, man. Have a good one, Bill. Bye, everyone. Bye.